I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of two people talking behind a YouTube video. We are here today to discuss some new releases from Omega. Um, we're all we're all busy waiting for watches and wonders, um, which, uh, by the way, Tom, we're going to. Hooray! We get to see the the unicorns before they're released into the wild. Yeah, exactly. We get to see them before other people have worn them for a few years and then sold them to Watchfinder, which will be nice. Um, so we will be there. So if you're there, do do pop by and say hello. Um, you'll obviously recognise some of me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be we'll be knocking about. Uh, but but Omega have bucked the trend a little bit. We're waiting to see all the new releases coming out on the thirtieth of March. Omega have jumped the gun and they've showed a bunch of new releases ahead of time. Uh, and we decided, well, let's have a little look at them and and, and talk about them. There are some there are some interesting watches there and there are some green watches there. I said green, didn't I? I said it was all going to be about green this year. <laughs> I distinctly remember. Global polls indicate that blue is everyone's favorite, right? But I think green is going to stand up for itself this year. You think the green mist is going to descend on 2022? Yeah, I think we're going to see some popular models in green. Interesting. And it's going to be bold. I think tag well, let's uh, let's talk about something that's not green to start off with, because the one that's piqued my interest the most is the Planet Ocean Ultra Deep. Now, I don't know if you remember a few years ago, um, Rolex and uh, notable director of such films as Avatar and Avatar 2 uh, went to the bottom of the Mariana Trench in a submarine wearing a Rolex Deep Sea a special edition which had a, a gradient blue dial and on the outside of the submarine was another rolex the deep sea challenge a watch that boasted the deepest rating of any dive watch ever um omega and rolex have always been going at it when it comes to dive watches and, and who's got the best uh so omega didn't want to leave that untouched they made their own watch they made a planet ocean that also went down to the bottom of the Mariana Trench, but just ever so slightly deeper. Now, I will say the Mariana Trench is only so deep, so it's going to get to the point where they're touching the floor with it and digging small holes to try and get it slightly deeper. But nevertheless, both of those two watches, the Rolex uh, Challenge and the, the Planet Ocean, weren't watches that you and I could purchase. They were concept watches. But that's changed. 
because you and I can now purchase a watch that is capable of descending to 6,000 metres in the planet ocean ultra deep. Yeah, this was all in an endeavour to get something on the wrist because the predominant watch buying public are deep sea divers that's what this is all about isn't it they need to cater for them first so that's what this is all about it's not just some sort of diving contest (laughs) answering the practical call of the buying public please please we need to go to the bottom of the mariana trench yeah some of us you know we're going to need six thousand meters if there's a lot of washing up to do or something but you know but so that's peace of mind um, well, it, it's for those customers yeah. who, you know, you, you don't want to clean your watch with an old toothbrush and a, and a rag. You want to put it in the dishwasher. <laughs> yeah. Problem solved. A little, a little over £10,000. So do you, do, you think that's, do you think that's good value for what you're getting? Yeah, for that, for that sort of depth rating, that's, that's the going rate, I think, for, for you know, for 6,000 metres of um, diving assurance, that's, that's what I'd expect to pay. <laughs> Yeah, it's like if you uh, if you choose to drive your car off a cliff, your insurance rates will probably go up, and this is this is a similar kind of deal. Yeah, um, gets all the usual accoutrement. There is uh, sixty hours of power reserve from the Caliber eight nine one two self winding, all of that jazz. Magnetic uh, resistance to fifteen thousand Gauss with all of the silicon parts that they chuck in there. But really, what's making this happen is the enormous thickness of the watch. I haven't seen a specified number. I know it's 45 millimetres in diameter, uh, 45.5 millimetres in diameter. Um, it looks very, very thick, as expected for such a beefy thing. Have you seen Have you seen a thickness? Uh, no, I had a little go on um, Omega's uh, wrist checker on their website, and um, it, you couldn't see my wrist. <laughs> Did you crash the website? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, it's a chunk all right, but you know, that's that's what these again, that's what the majority of people want. Um <laughs> they want to hide the shame of their wrist. <laughs> uh, but there are some interesting things actually going on. It's not just about being a chunky watch that can go real deep. Um they've got lacquered dials, white ceramic lacquer dials. These quite smoky patterns that you see yeah gradiated dials from uh, from blue to black which is quite interesting I've, I've not seen that sort of dial coloration on a deep sea dive watch before so that's pretty cool but it's all right though because they did a sort of a brownie one as well so yeah yeah uh, they've got white dials and gray gray to black and blue to black so <laughs> interesting i tell you what i do like the um orangey red ceramic bezel i think looks really nice it's a really nice color um, and has that sort of warning alert. You're going to do something very dangerous. This is a piece of equipment for use in emergencies only kind of vibe to it. Yeah, when I saw it, I thought it was red. I was like, oh yeah, red. See, I said red, but Omega is saying orange. It's not orange enough to be orange. and It's not red enough to be... I'm saying orange. Yeah, yeah, ready orange. Um, but it also has, I think, um, there, there are two variants, aren't there? There is a steel variant and there's the titanium variant. The titanium variant, I believe borrows more from that original concept planet ocean with the what they're calling manta ray lugs um do you remember the fxd the tudor fxd it has fixed lugs so you can't lose the strap but i think this is ever so slightly different yeah it's um it's still the fixed strap bars but there's a little gap in between um presumably that's to get the bracelet on 
I guess I thought you would have just looped it around, but maybe that's just to poke the bracelet through and, and it's just wide enough so that it'll poke itself back out again and the watch will slide off your wrist to the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, if if ever trying to not lose things uh, in my own existence has taught me anything, it's that if there is the smallest gap for something to go through and get lost down, it will. That's the, that's the same law that also means that no matter how neatly you put your wired headphones back in your pocket, they will get tangled. If you are worried about that little gap, though, I think you could you could probably just put a little loop of electrical tape around that and that'd be all right, wouldn't it? Yep, perfect. Um, hopefully that comes in the kit with the Omega watch. You've got the, you've got the <laughs> box, you've got the watch, you've got the strap, you've got the strap changing tool and you've got a little roll of electrical tape. Um, but we have to talk, that's titanium, we have to talk about Omega's new proprietary steel. Um, so which we've seen before with uh, Rolex's 904L steel which um, they said was uh, stronger, better corrosion resistance uh, and, and a brighter shine. Um, so what, what have Omega done here? So now we've got Omega Steel. <laughs> I think that's how you say it. Omega Steel. Um, all caps as well. Whenever Omega write it, it's all in caps. I think maybe that's a tribute to MF Doom. I don't know. Well, it's, it almost sounds like uh, uh, they're startled. Like, oh, Mega Steel? <laughs> yeah, maybe. But anyway, yeah, it's it's um, a new material in their crafting station. It's brought about through an ingenious pressure electro slag remelting process. Nice. What's that? Uh, pe- um... Yeah, which gives the material a high purity, allowing for a greater polish and incomparable shine, which sounds like something uh, shampoo would do as well. But, um... <laughs> well, there you go. Maybe your wrist hair will look gleaming. Um, but yeah, a, a very technical and interesting watch. Um, certainly, certainly a good start for for this year's lineup of, of Omega watches. Uh, what's what's caught your eye, Tom? Yeah, so you know I was saying earlier how I predicted green. I don't think you did, but go on. Yep. Um, so it's a green Seamaster. Is it? Hmm. Are you sure? It's, it looks black to me. <laughs> well, um, so that's interesting because um, from Omega's press images, uh, it is green. It is quite muddy. It's a sort of grassy green but it's a little bit murky to me i i haven't i'm yet to see images of it out in the wild or on someone's wrist they're just studio product shots that omega have provided um so i'm not sure if there's anything out there of what it looks like in the reels um yeah i'd like to see it um worn and and how you would how you would wear it and how you would accessorize with it because it might it might wear a bit more casual you know but yeah from from what i can tell it's Seems a little bit muddy to me. I'm not. I'm not quite sure. Well, yeah. You you said grassy green. I think I would probably say swamp grass at night green. Uh, but I, I do know that looking at other Seamaster bezels, the ceramic bezel, that when it catches in the light, it almost has like a, a pearlescent metallic sheen to it. So maybe this will glow quite bright green in the light. I don't know. Uh, maybe maybe camo murky military green is a new thing. Maybe that's what they're going for—a military vibe. But yeah, that's that's your lot for the Seamaster. It's green. Yeah, green. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, we were definitely expecting to see new colours of things. Uh, I thought the Seamaster might get a little bit more than that. But if you're disappointed, 
then head on over to the Seamaster Aqua Terra range because uh, Omega have released the new range of Seamaster Aqua Terra Oyster Perpetual Edition <laughs> with um, five new colours. Yeah, so um, so there's two size ranges for these new Aquaterra collections. There's the 38mm uh, range, which has the um, diamond markers and a trapezoidal date window at six. And those dials are um, sunbrushed and lacquered in bold colours. You've got Atlantic Blue, Bay Green, Saffron, Sandstone and Terracotta. Uh, those last three are light brown, brown and red However, if you click on the product pages for each of those last three, the light brown one says it's white, uh, the brown one says it's yellow, and if you click on the red one, it says the dial's brown. So go figure. Um, <laughs> the uh, the 34 millimeter range includes, uh, so they've got 18 karat white gold hands and markers, and the markers are rounded to resemble sail bolt holes, apparently. Um, and the date window is also rounded. Um, and the sunbrush dials come in five pastel colours. Sea blue, lagoon green, sandstone, which again on the product page says is white, shell pink and lavender. So, um, yeah, very nice, um, funky. It's definitely so that you predicted a lot of um, funky colours coming out this year. And I think that's definitely seems to be coming true. Yeah, I mean, for all the facetiousness about these looking like uh, Omega is cannibalizing uh, the the scarcity of oyster perpetuals that are available for sale it is nice to see bright colors and the choice to go down uh, a more monochromatic route or to pick out something a little bit more vibrant lord knows over these last few years we could do with a little bit of color in our lives uh, and if that's just limited to the watch on our wrists then uh, then great and uh, i mean competitive pricing perhaps not quite so much as it used to be uh, nearly five and a half thousand pounds for the 38 mil uh, so that's getting up there towards the rrps that rolex is charging for the oyster perpetual except presumably you'll actually be able to go to a shop and buy these ones and this is this feels like a very much a, a marketing position in trying to cannibalize that uh, that that lacking in in rolex's collection Hmm. Uh, it's a shame to see the teak dial has been lost in replacement for a sunburst one. I quite like the teak dial. I thought it was a real standout feature of the Aquaterra. The sort of pinstripey grainy effect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was. I don't know. Seemed like a magnet for dust. The idea was uh, this. This is the the history of the Aquaterra design. There was the Seamaster way back when, and uh, it was a bit more of a dressy watch, really for keeping out dust and dirt. And then Rolex did the Submariner in it. Omega were like, oh, we need to make a proper Seamaster that's actually for diving. So they did the Seamaster 300 uh, in 1957, I think. And that was then updated over time to become the Seamaster that we now now know today. But they didn't want to ditch the look and feel of the Seamaster 300. And so that inspired the Aquaterra. More of an ornate, historical vibes, luxury diver, where the Seamaster was more of a, a practical diver. And as part of the luxury feel of the Aquaterra, they, th- they thought, oh, well, what, what is luxurious when it comes to the sea? Yachts. What do yachts have? A teak deck. And they, they mimic that teak deck on the dial. And now that's, that's gone. So it's more just a, a simple time and date only watch with a sunburst dial and, and colourful patterns. Yeah, well, I think, I think they're trying to embrace the ocean spirit with the, the colours. You've got the earthy colours and the ocean hues and then... The sailboat inspiration is on those rounded markers that are supposed to look like the holes. 
Well, when the when the sea turns yellow or red, we'll know we're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think it's it's probably the right response. They're very nice watches. They're certainly not uh, particularly innovative, but I I hope they sell. And they they deserve to sell because they're going to be high quality. They're going to be available, and um, they come in some nice colours. Yeah. Um, so earlier this year we were talking about um, the Canopus Gold uh, Speedmaster, which Omega released. It was their first release of the year. And now um, we've got the Moonshine Gold Speedmaster, um, which is some color variations in 18 karat gold, Moonshine Dial or PVD Green Dial. So you've got gold on gold or green on gold. Right, so another appearance of that murky green color that we saw with the Seamaster. Yeah, this is weird because this is this like now this feels even murkier. This is almost black, so I'm not sure if it's the same green. I don't know what their dyeing process is. Yeah, so um, these are 18 karat gold moonshine gold dial with ceramic bezels and ceragold tachymeter scale. Um, and there's black coated hands and markers and subdials. And the green dial one is a PVD green step dial with green ceramic bezel and ceragold tachymeter scale and 18 karat gold moonshine gold hands and markers so quite nice and luxurious looking but again um the green i think is going to be an acquired taste yeah i think like you said about the seamaster needs to be seen first doesn't it i'm sure the uh, the press pictures look absolutely nothing like how it looks like in real life that's usually the case um i do also take slight offense to the the idea of moonshine gold uh the moon famously being silvery grey <laughs> seems an odd colour to pick for your gold um, I, I understand that it is the moon watch and they want to get the word moon in there because I don't know if you know but the Omega Speedmaster went, went to the moon oh yeah 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 um, I suppose on occasion the moon kind of goes ready yellowy this exclusive alloy is inspired by the shining moonlight in a dark night sky and will certainly stand out on your wrist <laughs> the moon's not gold if it was, if it was, we'd have been back there way earlier than we have. <laughs> um, it's got a really cool lunar strap, though. Um, have you seen that? The the rubber strap has got a nice lunar surface pattern on the inside of it, which is tasty. Yeah, um, be sure to be full of probably dead skin sooner or later. Um, but that's, that's another thing we've seen uh, Rolex do in advance: is gold chronographs with a rubber strap. Yeah. So. Um, another couple of years late to the party but I mean we're talking about an industry that takes centuries to do anything anyway so as long as the product is good you can get it it's good value high quality perfect that's that's kind of how I feel do you know what that's how I how I would pitch Omega Omega is Rolex for people who can't be bothered with the hype there done great quality watches beautifully made good in-house movements Nice colour combinations and materials and things like that, but without the cue. Yeah, now. Um, but speaking of Speedmasters, it's not the uh, the Moonwatch Moonshine Gold is not the only Speedmaster release this year. They've also uh, updated the 1957 re-edition. So this this is slightly confusing because it's it's always been the modern version of the Speedmaster with an automatic movement but taking cues from the 1957 Speedmaster, which was the original, um, which the Moonwatch is an evolution of. So things like the broad arrow hands and the silver bezel, those were from the original, which were changed out for the Moonwatch. 
plus a movement that gives you the two-handed chronograph uh, display on the right-hand subdial to reduce the subdials down to two without losing functionality. Uh, and it's always been a bit of a hmm watch. To add to that, this year they have uh, made it thinner. It's, it's always been quite a, a thick watch. It's now thinner, just under 13 millimeters. 12.99. They've 12.99 millimeters, yeah. And they've done that by taking the Caliber 9900 and lopping off the automatic winding rotor. So the Speedmaster 57, like the Moon Watch we were just looking at a second ago, is now also a manually wound watch. Which is interesting, but also then leaves you with not many places to go if you want to get an automatic Speedmaster and don't want to wind it up every day. Inconvenient. It is. It is kind of. 60 hours of power reserve though, so yeah, not too inconvenient. but <laughs> Mildly so. It's, it's, this was the watch for people who didn't want to go down the full heritage route of the Moonwatch and have the manually winding and all of that sort of business. They wanted a Speedmaster and they wanted the modern version of it. We wanted the styling, you know, the sandwich dial and the, the broad arrow hands and, and the dot over 90, of course. Yes, the, the dot over 90 is... Keep, keep your eye on the tachymeter scale to spot the iconic dot over 90. How can we miss it at this point? <laughs> um, and yeah, they've, they've taken that automatic winding away be interesting to see how it does perhaps one of the big complaints about this watch was that it was too thick because 13 millimeters isn't still particularly slim uh, and they've had to achieve that by chucking away some of the some of the movement nevertheless uh, interesting idea maybe it might give birth to something from rolex that's hand wound maybe they might do something or perhaps even tudor doing uh, a, a version of their black bay 58 chronograph hand wound We'll see, I guess. We'll see We'll see in about a month's time or a couple of weeks' time. And I suppose you should mention the uh, RGB colourways as well. So um, <laughs> new dial colours in uh, PVD blue, green and varnished burgundy. Oh. I said varnished burgundy was going to be big this year, didn't I? Global polls indicate that blue is everyone's favourite. Right. But I think varnished burgundy is going to stand up for itself this year. You think the varnished burgundy mist is going to descend on 2022? Yeah, I think we're going to see some popular models in varnished burgundy. Interesting. And it's going to be bold. I think tag... Uh, yeah. Green and red. They, they, they've got that vintage racing car vibe, haven't they? I guess that's what they're going for. Yeah. Uh yeah. yeah, nice. Still, still kind of pitched. All of all of this so far has been pitched at that hmm, hmm, hmm level. There's nothing that's making me go, all right, okay. But it's all, it's all, it's all cool. So, uh, there's. Why don't you round that off then with the with the last release that we've seen from Omega this year, so far? Oh yeah. So there was a bunch of constellations as well, but who cares about that? <laughs> The, the 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 flagship one, the new 41mm constellation, which gets the ceramic uh, bezel, a, a blue and white colour scheme, and then also that smoky green and smoky red. Kind of nice, I guess. Yeah, the, yeah. so there's the, the steel in blue ceramic bezel and white ceramic bezel, and then there's steel and gold versions with uh, red lacquered and green, and then there's a grey rhodium dial one as well. Um, yeah, they're all right. Yeah, they're quite sort of... Um, quite sophisticated looking um there's a 28 millimeter range um in steel um with all your favorite pastel colors again p 
pink, purple, green, and blue. Um, and I think the most interesting uh, ones uh, from the constellations is the 29mm versions in 18 karat Sedna gold um, with aventurine dials, which are very, very nice. Um, and again, they've got an RGB thing going on here. Did they manage to get the colours right this time? Yeah, so um, what I found interesting was the aventurine green uh, on these new constellations. To me, it looked like the ocean. I thought that would have been great for a Seamaster. You've got this, this sort of looks like this ocean churn from an aerial view. I think it's really cool. Well, you'll have to, you'll have to write in and tell them. Um, worth noting as well on the blue bezel version of the 41mm, the white ceramic markers are crafted with a, a grand grand <laughs> are crafted with a grand foie white enamel which is uh, a, a pretty uh, interesting and historical process uh, where glass beads are fired in a very hot furnace it melts down and creates a very very uh, bright white uniform shiny finish which you probably won't notice uh, straight away but it's just a nice little extra touch for that watch um yeah it does look really really crisp and pop in that one um that's that's the best one of that bunch yeah, i think nice, isn't it? the others um the others are again a little bit murky the, these muddy brown uh, the muddy reds and muddy greens um i don't know maybe there's a, a richness that i um i'm too stupid to appreciate <laughs> well i look forward to seeing them in the reels uh, and, and getting hands on as they say uh, and hopefully, with with the right light and um, and real eyeballs and no press photography, they'll they'll look really cool. Uh, and and I think really that that summarises everything that they've they've shown so far. And and I'd like to say as well, whilst it might seem like we're being a little bit pessimistic on some of the lack of innovation, I'd like to say on these watches, I think it's also worth rewinding a little bit and remembering that this this desire to see new, exciting never seen before every single year is it's a pretty recent thing and i would rather go back to seeing just some nice amendments every year to watches that we know with the occasional new release that's exciting and innovative every five years or so this this demand for brand new product all the time just isn't sustainable from a number of different avenues let's just enjoy what we've got and let it evolve and appreciate over time and not demand the newest, latest, greatest every year. So on that front, Omega, good on you. Yeah, I think there's some nice refinements there. And um, and 6,000 metres depth, you know, record-breaking depth that you can buy. That's great, isn't it? Perfect. Sign me up. And in a couple of weeks' time, we'll go and see um, at the Rolex stand to see what Omega will be releasing next year. So, uh, yeah, do come along to Watches and Wonders if you can. I don't really know how that works. I know we're going. Uh, otherwise, you'll get to see our coverage of the event while we're there. And um, let us know if there's anything in particular that you've heard is coming out that you would like us to get some coverage of. But until then, we're going to go back to our desk jobs. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Mom. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.